get right to our next guest, David Dietz, Managing Principal and Senior Portfolio Strategist with PPAC Private Wealth Management. David, nice to have you on. We're getting a lot of headlines from the Fed. I, I have a lot of big picture things I want to talk with you about, but first and foremost, anything from the Fed minutes breaking here that is uh, very interesting to you? This is the markets now comes to session lows. Yeah, absolutely, Nicole. Um, I think these Fed minutes validated what our suspicions were, particularly following Lyle Brainer's comments uh, yesterday, uh, basically that the plans are afoot to start reducing that uh, balance sheet. That's something they should have done, you know, a long time ago. It never should have gotten close to nine trillion dollars. But uh, you know, I am looking at the rate here. They're talking about what ninety-five uh, million a, a billion, rather a month. And I'm thinking that's still seven to eight years to wind it all the way down. Now, mind you, they're not going to take it all the way down, but it still seems like a very slow, disciplined rate. Of course, you know, they, that has not started yet. They have not said exactly uh, when it might start, and that could be changed at any time. So uh, there's flexibility. The other thing I thought was interesting is they talked about 50 basis points last month. They only did 25 because of the Ukraine crisis. And that, to me, suggests the Fed's still on our side. So if something comes up, all bets are off as to what they want to do with monetary policy. What would happen if the war spread to, to Western Europe? Would they say no rate? Uh, no rate hikes. It's, it's going to be interesting, but I'm still, uh, uh, we're still trying to grapple with all that. Very interesting. That's fascinating because we we really um, heard, as we heard from Lau Brainerd, um, and really that growth could be sacrificed here in the states just to get inflation intact. But um, and that the Fed doesn't worry about what the markets are doing. But to your point, I, maybe because it was just so fresh. I'm. You know, I wonder if it were to expand or something. You know, I like the idea that the Fed could be on our side. I mean, I guess for people who are along the market, but um, I think that's an interesting point. I never really thought about it that way. Let's get to um, some of your other stories here that you're looking at. How are you going about what you're picking in portfolios right now? Sure, absolutely. So. You know, the biggest concern right now, of course, is, is the United States economy ultimately going into recession? And we've had one bank, Deutsche Bank, recently said that within the next 24 months, we will. I think Goldman Sachs has already made some noises there. But I'm looking at certain sectors of the economy. I think they've already priced in a recession. So to me, that's when you want to start rolling up your sleeves and start doing your research, because as they say, the stock market is priced in 10 of the last five recessions. So it's already priced in. It may or may not happen. We don't know what the, the Fed is going to do. I just pointed out that a year ago, Lyle Brannert said nothing when everyone said inflation is going to be transitory. Now, all of a sudden, she's very, very hawkish. What will she do a year from now? No one really knows. Um, so we're yeah. looking for areas that have been already smacked down and have very good valuations, and the odds are skewed towards uh, a rebound if things are just a little bit better than the most dire forecasts. Mm. Okay, now I'm interested in why your bank stock pick is Wells Fargo, because yesterday we had a great bank panel, and they both seem to be staying away. In fact, one said to stay away from Wells Fargo. Um, both, both of the guests picked Citi. One picked J.P. Morgan. The other picked First Republic. But a warning on stay away from Wells Fargo. Why are you the contrarian here and saying, I'm getting in there? 
Yeah, absolutely. So Wells Fargo is probably your premier domestic bank, okay, along with Bank of America, is not focused overseas where a lot of the turmoil is. Of course, that's where the fighting is and so forth in the, in the Chinese lockdowns. Um, and they're also focused very much on middle market. They're not so exposed to IPOs, to investment banking, to bond trading. And therefore, some of the weakness, I think some of the banks are going to report in that sector of the market, they can sidestep. They're still, of course, handicapped because they have that asset cap in place. Uh, I think that that may well be lifted, probably not before the midterm, but shortly after that. Um, you know, the stock, of course, is down 25%. Uh, that's where all the banks are down, uh, pretty much. But remember, we were told at the start of the year banks were the place to be because higher interest rates allow them to lift the rates on their standard product, which is loans. So I think people are kind of missing the boat there. There's been some concern, of course, over the inversion. But of course, if in fact inflation gets worse and people start seeing it as a longer term thing, I think you're going to see that 10 year and the longer duration bonds start to raise rise faster than the the shorter duration ones re-expand, you know, a, a margin there. And I think that's going to be good for banks. Okay. And how about let's move to housing. You have DR Horton. This is mortgage rates. Um, have really shot up. I saw them over 4.5%. Tell me about your thoughts. Are, are we worried about, you know, people are talking about they're going to be more supply because more people are going to want to sell as the spring season comes. Uh, I'm worried about everything. But right now, the big problem is there's no inventory. All these people want to buy a home, get out of the city, um, get off their parents' sofa and so forth. There's nothing to buy. So there's still a big shortage. And that trend to, to have your own home, that's not going away here. Uh, of course, people are worried that, you know, mortgage rates are going up. Okay, they're over 5%. Uh, you know, this shows my age, but I can remember when people were paying 10 to 12% for mortgages. So 5% still strikes me as cheap. And of course, if in fact inflation's knocking on the door at 7%, that's still a negative real rate of a mortgage and so forth. So that strikes me as good. Of course, DR Horton is the class act. They have great offerings in the entry level sphere. And you know, the fact of the matter is, it's a $70 stock. They should earn close to $16 at this year. That's about a, a PE of five. The overall market is 20. So a lot of the concerns and cyclicality of the home builders, I feel is priced in. This is the time to take advantage of that 40% discount and step up to the plate. And uh, last but not least, you still have Pfizer and FedEx. I only have time for one. I went to FedEx twice in as many weeks. I, I've been keeping FedEx in business since my son went to college pretty much. But uh, you tell me, FedEx, Pfizer, these are names you like as well. Talk about one of them. Let me go with FedEx. I think the one theme that no matter what happens with interest rates or Ukraine or whatever is we're going to be buying more stuff online. That e-commerce boom is, is getting bigger and bigger, and it's spreading out beyond just uh, Amazon. you got companies like Shopify helping all retailers get involved. But at the end of the day, you got to get the package from point A to point B. We basically domestically have just two ways to do that. That's UPS and FedEx. FedEx is trading. Well, they, they should make $20 a share this year. It's about a $200 stock. You're down by about a third, and you just can't replicate the type of network they have to integrate their air fleet, their uh, uh, last mile and on the ground service. So I think there's a lot to like in FedEx and you got a great discount to step up to the plate and make some money over the next uh, 12 to 18 months. Hi, David Dietz. Always wonderful to see you. So glad you always make it on the show. We appreciate it. David Dietz, CPAC Private Wealth Management. Thank you. Thank you.